The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Now a man was ill, Lazarus from Bethany, the village of Mary and his sister Martha. Mary was the one who had anointed the Lord with perfumed oil and dried his feet with her hair. It was her brother Lazarus who was ill. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, saying, Master, the one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, This illness is not to end in death, but is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was, Then after this he said to his disciples, Let us go to Judea. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were trying to stone you, and you want to go back there? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in a day? If one walks during the day and does not stumble because he sees the light of this world, but if one walks at night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. He said this and then told them, Our friend Lazarus is asleep, but I am going to awaken him. So the disciples said to him, Master, if he is asleep, he will be saved. But Jesus was talking about his death, while they thought that he meant ordinary sleep. So then Jesus said to them clearly, Lazarus has died. I am glad for you that it was not that I was not there that you may believe. Let us go to him. So Thomas called Didymus said to his fellow disciples, "Let us also go to die with him." When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for 4 days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, only about 2 miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him. But Mary sat at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise. Martha said to him, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. And Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary secretly, saying, The teacher is here and is asking for you. As soon as she heard this, she rose quickly and went to him. But Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still where Martha had met him. 
So when the Jews were with her in the house comforting her, saw Mary get up and quickly go out, they followed her, presuming that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him. She fell at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her weeping, he became perturbed and deeply disturbed and said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have died? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone laid across it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me. But because of the crowd here, I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus! Come out. The dead man came out. Tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to them, Untie him and let him go. Now many of the Jews had come to Mary and seen what he had done began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A guy fell in a hole. He couldn't get out. Somebody was passing by, so he shouted up from the hole. He said, oh, can you help me out here? Can you, can you send me a rope or throw down a ladder? So the bypasser said, that I, I'm, a, I'm a physician. I, I don't have a rope, but I can give you something that I have. So he wrote out a prescription and dropped it in the hole. So the guy said, what am I supposed to do with the prescription? I can't get out with a prescription. So another person passed by and he says, oh, please help me. He says, well, how can I help you? I don't have a rope. I'm a banker but I can give you free checking. So he dropped down his business card. So the guy in the hole said, I'm supposed to get out with a business card. So somebody else passed by, and again he asked for help, and it was a priest, and he dropped down a prayer. Still can't get out. Finally, his friend came by. And he says, oh good, I'm so happy that, that you came by. Can you help me get out of this hole? Can you throw me down a rope or I'll get a ladder? And the friend says, well, I don't have a rope or a ladder. So we jumped inside the hole with him. So the friend said, what did you do that for? Now the two of us are stuck in here. 
friend said, no worry. I've been here before. I know the way out. When we die, we are lowered in our grave. We'll be able to jump in there with us and say, don't worry, I've been here before. Let me ask you this, have you ever stood on your own grave? I have stood on my own grave. Just after my mother died, I was with dad and he said, can we stop at the cemetery? I want to water the flowers at the gravesite. I said, yeah, I'd be happy to, and I wanted to see the new headstone. So as we were going there, my father explained, he says, when I went to buy the purchase, the, the, the plot, I actually bought four, you and my father, and then I, my, me and your mother, and I got one for you and your brother so we could all be together. So when we arrived there, I went over to the, check out the headstone, and my father went with the bucket to, to the spigot to get some water. So as I was standing there looking at the headstone, I just realized I'm standing on my own grave. Now, when you stand on your own grave, you start to think. See, you start to think. And these are the thoughts that I had. So while I was standing there, I was thinking that someday I'm going to be lowered into the ground right here. And on that day that I am buried, there'll be some people around, hopefully some from my community of the Oblates, the Virgin Mary, maybe some my friends and relatives will be there. Maybe some of you or some of the faithful that uh, come to the church where I minister will be gathered there. And as all of these people are gathered there at the day of my burial, they will offer me a prayer. Some of them will place flowers. Others may have a nice word to say about me. But as I'm lowered down, none of them will have a rope. None of them will be jumping in the tomb with me and say, don't worry, I've been here before. I know the way out. None of them will be able to say any of that except one person. One person I know in my life will be able to come to my grave and say to me, I am the resurrection of the life. One person will come to my grave and be able to say, I will come back to you and take you to myself so that where I am, you also may be. One person in my life can jump in my grave and say, I've been here before. I know the way out. You know, life gets complicated and we get distracted and all of these things sometimes happens in our life. But we can never forget the words that we have just heard in the gospel today. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will never die. We can never forget those words. We'll close with this story. Jeremy was 12 years old. His mind was slow, his body contorted and twisted. His illness, terminal. 
His family wanted him to live as much of a normal life, so they enrolled him in the parochial school. Although he was the slowest in the class, one day near Easter, the teacher gave out a little assignment and gave each one of the 18 students in the class a plastic-colored Easter egg. And she said to the class, I want you to go out and I want you to put inside of the Easter egg something that represents new life. Because it's the resurrection we're celebrating new life. So the next day, the teacher's desk was full of plastic Easter eggs. So the teacher went over and picked one up, opened it up, and there was a flower inside. And she said, this is a perfect example of what it means to have new life. We've had winter all year. We haven't seen any flowers outside. Now we see a flower. This is a, good, this is a very good example of that. So a little girl raised her hand and says, uh, that was mine. Then she opened up another egg and there was a little stone inside with some moss on it. He said, this is an excellent example of new life. So a little boy raised his hand and said, my dad helped me with that. Then she reached down and picked up another egg and opened it up, but there was nothing in it. She figured it was probably Jeremy's egg because he probably didn't understand the assignment. So rather than, than embarrass him, she took the egg and put it aside and went to grab another one. As she did that, Jeremy raised his hand and says, that's my egg. And she's going to say something about it. She said, well, Jeremy, there's, there's nothing in it. It's empty. Jeremy said, that's right. Jesus' tomb was empty. Several months later, Jeremy died. If you went to his grave, you would have noticed something quite unusual. On top of his grave were 18 plastic-colored Easter eggs. All of them were empty. We can never forget the words that we just heard today. They're the most important words we'll ever need to know. Whoever believes in me will never die.